Hi, I'm Natalie Nowak, and you're listening to On My Way to a BFA. This podcast chronicles my experiences as I go through the process of getting my Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in musical theater at the Hart School. In my previous episodes, I interviewed some of my classmates, acting teachers, and the cast of Next to Normal at TheaterWorks in Hartford, Connecticut. I also shared lots of stories from my first year of college, so if you want to follow my journey, I suggest going back and listening to those episodes. In this episode, I will be recapping the end of my freshman year. It's going to be a short episode just to give you some content over the summer hiatus before we go back to doing regular episodes again once school starts. I've also created a top 10 list, which you can hear at the end of this episode. It's just 10 things that have helped get me through the first year of a BFA program, whether it's vocal health, remedies, my favorite books, things like that. So be sure to listen to the end of the episode to hear that. And without further ado, please enjoy some stories from the end of my freshman year. start off by telling you about my last masterclass of the year. If you haven't listened to previous episodes, masterclass is something we do at heart where each week everyone in my vocal studio meets for two hours with our voice teacher and accompanist, shout out to Larry and Paul, and we sing material we've been working on. Then we give each other feedback and things to improve upon. Now since this was our last masterclass of the year, we were all going to sing our jury pieces and do kind of a mock jury just to get us ready for our actual juries that would happen the following week. At the Hart School, vocal juries happen at the very end of the semester, and we go into a room where everyone on the vocal faculty is sitting there and they evaluate us. We are told to sing two pieces, one from a particular time period and then one song of our choosing. So for this last masterclass, I started by singing my pre-1939 song, which was The Man I Love by George Gershwin, and my song of choice was Get Out and Stay Out from the musical 9 to 5. The Gershwin song went pretty well, and I wasn't too nervous to sing it because it's quite simple, but Get Out and Stay Out is something that I was terrified to sing because for any of you who know that song, it's loud, and there are lots of high notes, especially towards the end, and it's just, it's just a lot. So I was super nervous to sing it because previous times when I had sung it in masterclass, I played it way too safe. I did not really go for it. I didn't use all of my emotion that I could have used. So I was nervous that I would mess up or not be able to sing the last notes correctly. So I just cut all that negative self-talk out of my head and focused on the acting and tried to be really authentic in what I was saying. My voice teacher, Larry, tells us that if you try to sing notes, it will come across as just that. Someone who's trying to hit every note perfectly, and we all know that as an audience member, that is super uncomfortable to watch. So instead, he says to try to sing the words and do the song like a monologue. So in essence, you're just speaking on pitch. It's kind of funny how someone can tell you something a million times, but until you believe it for yourself, it's hard to actually accept it and implement it. So this time when I was singing, I felt super grounded and centered. And by the end of the song, I was entirely connected to the emotion, and it felt amazing. Right when I was done singing, I burst into tears because I had never been able to use my emotion like that. And I had also never been able to evoke emotion like that in audience members, and I looked out and saw some of my classmates with tears in their eyes, and it just touched me so much. 
I had also never felt truly proud of myself after a masterclass performance. So this time when I did, it was just really profound and I will always remember that moment. So speaking of evoking emotion and crying, I want to tell you the story of what it was like watching our seniors sing for the last time. I was not expecting myself to be as emotional as I was when we were watching our seniors sing because I didn't think that we would really form a connection with them, but little did I know we actually did. And I remember a while back I was reading this article from Broadway World and it was an interview with Kara Lindsay. And if you don't know her, she's uh, been in Wicked and Newsies. And she was talking about how when she was at college at Carnegie Mellon, Megan Hilty, who you may know from Wicked, Smash, things like that, um, she was saying that Megan Hilty was a senior when Kara was a freshman. And she really looked up to her and she was inspired by her and just wanted to be like her. And I read that and I was like, oh, that's really nice, but I don't think that happens in real life. I don't think that when I go to college, you know, us freshmen are going to be able to really connect with our seniors and build a relationship like that. But Kara was right. We did. And that I think that's why it was so hard seeing our seniors sing for the last time, because we actually had made a pretty special bond with them. And like I said before, I wasn't expecting to, but we did. And it was great. And I was also, when I was watching them sing, I was thinking about how they're about to embark on their own journey. They're going to move to New York and start auditioning and all of that. And that must be so crazy and scary. And in just three short years, all of us freshmen are going to be doing that too. So it was just kind of a moment where I was realizing what was going to come in the future for me and just all the hard work they had put in and just feeling super proud of them. And also, I want to take this time to talk to anyone who is auditioning for a BFA program or who is going to be a freshman this coming fall. Don't be afraid to make friends with the upperclassmen because they're going to help you out a lot. You can ask them questions, ask them what advice they have for you, ask them what mistakes they made in their freshman year that hopefully you can listen to and then avoid making those same mistakes. They are going to be a really great connection for you to have too because like I said, they're going to New York and auditioning and you know, kind of being in that whole world and it's never bad to be friends with someone who's in that situation because you never know what connections could come of that. So, don't be afraid to talk to the seniors. They're going to be super friendly. They're going to be super open to talking to you and answering your questions. So, I would highly recommend making those connections. Now, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I was debating whether or not I wanted to do this, but then I realized, why not? What do I have to lose? So, I figured that the goal of my podcast is to be completely open and honest with my audience. And in order to do that, I need to share my true experiences. And I think I want to do that by telling you some of the comments that I got on my vocal juries. So we get these things called jury sheets um, and each evaluator has one. It has the name of the song, then it has a little area for them to leave comments, and then the name of the second song and a comments area. So basically they 
scribble all over the page and write down things that you did well and also a lot of things that you need to work on. So I figured I would just read some of them because I want to be honest about my experiences and I think that it's very easy for someone to share only the good especially with social media and how people put themselves out there these days. And I also think that it just opens up the door for people to discuss these things because I think a lot of times people want to make it look like, you know, they're quote-unquote perfect, which we know is is unattainable. But I just want to kind of erase that stigma and get rid of it because I think that it's okay to talk about what we need to work on and to have conversations about it with other students, with professors, and it doesn't all just have to be good because, listen, kids, BFA programs are great, and I feel very fortunate that I get to go to a school that I absolutely love every day, but it's not all peaches and sunshine, kids. Okay, so... I'm going to read these and do with them what you will. We're just going to go for it. One note that I got over and over was for my Gershwin song that I really need to work on having more legato when I sing, especially the chorus, um, because I think I was treating it like a contemporary musical theater song, which it is not at all, because in the pre-1939 time period, there... There wasn't any of that like punch to it. It was very legato. So I need to work on connecting the notes more. One thing that I got a note on that will really help with that is to just try to sing the song on the vowels. So sing the whole song just on the A vowel or the O vowel or the E vowel just to really find that legato and then add the words later. So I thought that was a super helpful note. I also got the note that my chest is a little bit collapsed because I tend to not think about my posture as much as I should when I sing. So like when I sing my shoulders, if you're standing to the side of me, you can see my shoulders are a little bit forward, which then collapses the chest and does not provide for great breath support at all. So I totally need to work on my breath support. And yeah, that is just, that's a huge one for me, breath support. Another note that I got is keep working to free the voice for a happy and buoyant song like my Gershwin song and it says don't get stiff or held which is totally my tendency is to like okay I'm gonna like really try really hard and and I'm gonna I hope that I sound good and my voice you know hopefully works and that obviously doesn't work very well so just freeing the voice and using my breath is gonna help with that so I'm hoping to work more on that Also, a huge, a huge note that I got that really helps, and I feel like it can help a lot of other people out there, if you feel like your vibrato isn't free or your jaw is tight and it's just, you're just, it's just not working out for you, this note says for get out and stay out is to open your mouth more. And I've actually been playing around with that this summer and singing all the songs that I used to have so much difficulty singing, but singing it with a more open mouth and trying to basically not care that I look like an idiot. Because if you care what you look like when you sing, you're gonna hold back and your mouth is probably not gonna be as open as it should be. So that is a note that really, really helped me. Another note that I got that I thought was super interesting was for the Gershwin song, it says, 
This heady soprano register seems like a recent discovery. Be patient, keep working on strengthening your connection between your support and your head register. This will take time, but it will be worth it. And that note is so interesting to me because I don't know if you listened to my first podcast, but if you did, I felt so much safer doing the soprano head voice stuff than I did with belting. But on my jury sheets, I got so many more positive comments about my belt song than I did my head voice song. And I think it's because I wanted to explore belting so much that I put all of my time into that. So that was what grew and that is what came across as being so much more confident because I kind of put the head voice stuff to the side. So that just shows you like even though you go in thinking that you sing one way, you might at the end of the year discover, no, actually I feel more comfortable in this other place. And then now I'm realizing like, I need to keep working on that soprano voice. I can't just let it go. I can't just say like, oh, I used to be comfortable with that. So now I just don't have to work on it. No, because that's that voice then starts to go and starts to get a little, little wonky. So definitely need to work on my head voice. Okay, now I'm looking at my voice and speech evaluation sheet and this is for the class not for my juries for my voice and speech class where we learn accents and dialects and we're just taught how to speak more eloquently and how to place our voices correctly so one comment that i get all the time in class and that i have especially gotten after uh, my professor has listened to my first couple of podcasts is that I tend to trail off at the end of my sentences, so I'll start my sentence like this and it'll be super energized, and then by the end I kind of just trail off, which doesn't serve me well, so I'm happy to get the note, but basically I need to keep breathing until the end of my phrases, so it says take more breath so that you do not trail away. It's crazy. You guys, my professors listen to my podcasts and then I get notes about it. Goodness gracious. No, I love it and I'm grateful. It's just, you know, it's kind of funny. It just makes me laugh. So those are the things that I need to work on in kind of a general sense. I did get some great feedback about my acting choices for my jury, which I was super happy about because that was something that I worked really hard on, as you know, throughout the year to be more sure of myself and my acting. So to get positive feedback about that was great. And yeah, those are my jury sheets. I hope you enjoyed listening to all this stuff I have to work on. Now for our last segment, like I said before, I'm going to be sharing Natalie's top 10 list of things that helped me to stay happy and healthy in the craziness of a BFA program. And joining us in the background (laughs) (laughs) is my mother because you all heard her starring role in On My Way to a BFA episode one. So, you know, we thought we'd bring her back just as the peanut gallery in case she has anything to add. That was her clapping, by the way. Yay. Yay. Okay, so number one is Liz Kaplan's iPhone app called Vocal Coach Toolkit Pro. Now, it has a series of physical and vocal warm-ups for auditions and performances, all in one 
compact app, which is great because you just open it up. You can click on whatever style you're about to audition for or perform. So there's musical theater, R&B, pop, and country, and the vocal warm-ups are specific to those styles. So they're all things that will help you with whatever style you're about to sing. And I have found that they work for me and it's super easy to use and they work for if you're on the go and you have to warm up in the car or wherever. I really like using it. So let, let me get this straight. Yeah. Even if you're not on your way to a BFA, <laughs> oh my God. you can use this app. Yes, that is true. And Fantastic. that's, yeah. And that is for, that goes for all of these things. It's not just for like, if you're, you know, in a musical <laughs> theater program. Yeah. If you're not on your way, it's, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you can be happy any day. Oh my gosh. I'm just full of rhymes. Okay. Anyways, you can use these tips if you're not on your way to a BFA, if you're a singer and you just think that these would be helpful, by all means, use them. Number two is Shoshana Bean's Masterclass video series. Show Bean! Oh my goodness. I purchased these videos a few weeks before the school year ended and I found them super helpful and I think they're so necessary for singers or really anyone who's looking to improve their physical, vocal, and emotional health during the craziness that comes with either going through a BFA program or just being a singer and being involved in that business. And I don't think that my vocal juries would have gone as well as they did had I not watched all these videos and really taken notes and written down stuff and just learned from it. I implemented a ton of these things into my daily routine. And um, some of the videos, the full length videos are vocal health, uh, there's a video on nerves. There's a video called The Traveling Singer, which is how to take care of yourself and your voice while traveling. And kids auditioning for colleges, this would have been so helpful had I had it when I was auditioning. So take advantage of this, use it, get the videos because you'll learn all these things that will keep your voice healthy while you are auditioning and traveling. There's also a video on auditioning and a couple bonus videos that I just really liked watching. I think they're fun, they're very informative, and very, very helpful. Moving on to number three, which is Entertainer's Secret Vocal Spray. This is something that will help you in a pinch if you need to hydrate yourself. It has glycerin in it, which really helps basically just, I don't like the word moist, but it, it helps keep your mouth moist. Oh, That has been your ugh. least favorite word since you were like two. I, yeah, since I was two, I was like, girl, no, I don't like that word. Mommy, no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. I don't know why. I think I, I looked up a list, though, and it's like one of the top, like, hated words. Cause is it's it just, really? It's just a gross word. Like, ugh. It is. It Anyways, funny. It does sound funny. So, Entertainer's Secret Vocal Spray, not as effective as actually hydrating, but that'll work in a pinch, like I said. Which brings me to number four, which is water. Hydration is so important. There is tons of research out there to back me up on this. You can look it up and you'll see why it is so important, which brings me to number five, which is Plant Nanny. Plant Nanny is an iPhone app and basically you open it up, you have this cute little plant 
with like a little smile on its face just sitting there and you put in your statistics you put in your weight and how physically active you are during the day and it tells you how much water you should be drinking each day so and the plant grows it does grow it's so cute it's so cute so you have your little plant there and every time you drink a cup of water you press a little button on the plant and it waters it and then the number decreases as you drink water throughout the day so by the end of the day hopefully you're like oh my gosh i only have one cup left to drink and then you press the button and it waters your plant but if you don't drink water and in turn you don't water your plant the plant starts to die and you see it on your screen and it looks all sad and withered and you're like no I need to drink more water so it really does get me to drink water I've been using this for like almost two years now totally works you it's, do you do it all day long I'll it's see like you. the reason yeah. why I drink water you drink a cup of water <clears throat> for a second where's my phone I got I've got to water my plant you yeah because if I forget that I'm like oh I don't know how much water I've had today yeah. no it's great um, yeah, so great for singers, great for anyone, because hydration is important, whether you're a singer or not. Um, number six on this list is Grether's Pastilles. Yummy. Yeah, they're good. You like them too, I don't know. You? I like that. What's that? Currant flavor? Um, is black that the... currant. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love those. I know, yeah. So those have glycerin in them too. Moving on to number seven, which is the Neti Pot. The Neti Pot is super important for anyone now she's sniffling she's trying to add sound effects i think i am i don't know why you didn't tell me to do that i'm just it's what i think of okay it's what you that. think of okay. okay wonderful so so it cleanses your sinuses especially if you have allergies mm -hmm. you can feel a lot of sinus congestion and basically you just put in there are a bunch of different things you can put in the neti pot they they make saline liquid solution they Jello, make yogurt oh my gosh no. no i mean like things that you would then put in your nose to cleanse it okay mm -hmm. people are gonna look up neti pot and be like no way she's just making me sound bad there okay. is a learning curve there is a there With is the neti. A, oh yeah well so i guess you got it, you got i guess it. i should preface this if you've never used a neti pot or you don't know what i'm talking about you're gonna think like wait wait is this just am i just like putting a teapot up my nose like what is this so it's a little thing that looks like a teapot and you put saline solution in it you basically just put the spout up your nose you don't put the whole no you don't put <laughs> So you put the spout in one nostril with the mm -hmm. salt, saline or stuff, and water, <laughs> and you you oversink. Make sure you oversink, and you tilt, and you you know breathe through your mouth, obviously, or else this would end very badly. And you just tilt your head, and I'm demonstrating it right now, <laughs> like tilting. I have my hand in the air, and then you know it goes out the other nostril and it cleanses your sinuses again there's tons of research to support why this is great i it's great for allergies yeah People, allergy sufferers yeah i said that yeah you did i oh, did say that whoops. it's okay it's called so, not being present <laughs> yeah yeah come on see i would put speaking of being present i would put meditation on this list but um i'm not the most consistent meditator so i i we're chose to yeah we're working on it it's just you know it takes time so anyways neti pot i recommend once per day it really helps Next on the list are essential oils. I use Young Living essential oils, and I know there are a lot of other companies out there, but I have only ever used Young Living, so that's the only one I know about and can speak about. So one oil in particular that I love is Thieves, and it's not just a single oil. It's just like a blend of a bunch of different wonderful oils. I love Thieves. Yeah, you, I love Thieves my, so I got my mom into it too, she loves Thieves. So can I say what I do with the thieves? Let me say what I do and then you can say oh, what you okay. do. Yeah, because we're show. we gotta okay, go ahead. Yeah. So with thieves, what you can do is, um, and this actually does work. I'm not just saying this. I have tried this. I wouldn't 
talk about it if it didn't work. If you feel like you're starting to get a cold or you have some symptoms, usually my sicknesses start in my throat. So I'll feel like my throat's getting sore. Okay, I know I'm getting sick. What do I do? I always grab my thieves. Now what you wanna do is on the soles of your feet, First, put a little bit of coconut oil just so it acts as a barrier so the oil's not going right onto your skin. And then you're gonna put uh, a couple drops of thieves and rub them into the soles of your feet. Then put socks on and go to sleep. Like do this before bed. Some people can't sleep with socks on, they find it uncomfortable, but if you can, if you can, you know, do it for a night, do because it really helps. And in the morning, every time I've done this, I have woken up with no symptoms. And what it does is it basically draws the toxins out of your body and it, it's worked every time. So now tell them what you do with Thieves. Okay, so I take the Thieves, I take a, um, a spray bottle. I use it as a cleaning product, basically. Mm-hmm. So I take the Thieves, I put a few drops in the, in, in the bottle, mm-hmm. put in water, white vinegar, and the Thieves, and mix it up. And I keep it you know, under the kitchen sink, and I use it to spray the counter and to wipe anything down. It's got a fresh smell. It's mm-hmm. um, disinfects. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just, yeah. I use that instead of going and buying regular surface cleaning products yeah definitely and also i'm gonna use that too because i'm living in an apartment off campus this coming year so i'm gonna be using that too i know (laughs) so i'm gonna be using that to clean my counters and it'll serve a lot of purposes um for both you know health and wellness and counter cleaning what more could you want in an essential oil all right next i have probiotics I think it is super important to take a probiotic because good gut health is a foundation for a healthy immune system. And you can look this up, but Dr. Axe says that 60 to 80% of the immune system is located in the gut. So think of what you're doing by taking a probiotic. You are boosting your immune system. You're helping that good gut bacteria to keep you from getting sick. Wow, couldn't have said that better. Woohoo. Good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then number 10, this is a fun one, but this is something that I would read after a long day of classes when I just wanted to forget about everything for my day. It's Patti Lapone's memoir. Can you say Broadway geek? <laughs> Listen, I am a Broadway geek and I am proud of it. I like reading her memoir. I think it's super interesting. Also, tying this into the whole BFA life, she talks about her time at Juilliard and I found it super interesting to read and to hear about. She also goes in depth and talks about her audition, which is a funny story. So if you like Broadway or you like Patti Lapone or you just want to read a good memoir, then I highly recommend it. It's very entertaining. And that is the end of this episode, this little summer wrap-up, which was going to be a short episode, but turned out to be quite long with all of my rambling and some comments from the peanut gallery. Well, now she's being silent because she wants me to say like, oh, you're such a good listener. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Natalie underscore Noack and follow at Broadway Radio for updates. And please tweet me with any feedback or questions. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed.